Model E of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode. As you all know that this month is Mental Health Awareness Month and what better way for me to spread the word and awareness is by having someone who actually do it. I would like to present you guys licensed professional counselor Cassidy Long from Urban Healing Counseling. Thank you, Cassidy, for speaking with me today. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me on. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So, Cassidy, let's let's get into it. Okay. All right. Now, how? Give me. Give us an introduction of yourself. Okay. Um, like you said, <laughs> my name is Cassidy Long. I am a licensed professional counselor, um, LPC, licensed in the state of North Carolina to provide therapy. Um, so licensed clinician. I've been practicing therapy since about 2013, um, working in various different settings, um, inpatients like the hospital, uh, community-based settings, working with kids and their homes and the families, uh, working on college campuses, um, and also working a lot with um, Medicaid in mm-hmm. the state of North Carolina. Okay. Okay. All right. And you mentioned the hospitals. I, I work for a local hospital. And now what I do is I deal a lot with the behavioral health, the claims and things of that nature. And I've never experienced that until I actually started working within that department. And it just amazes me how many people go through those things and even from young children that it starts very young absolutely yeah okay well you actually kind of got into my other question because I was going to ask what do you guys you know offer to the community you know you said that you go and visit local colleges and stuff like that that was on my list um do you guys do any like seminars or anything um, well, right now, there are so many things that we want to do um, in the future, of course. But right now, we are providing outpatient therapy services. Um, so we provide accessible, affordable therapy services um, to the community. Um, we have very um, affordable prices, $50 per sessions. Um, and if you've ever, you know, researched or looked into therapy, that could sometimes mm-hmm. just be, you know, the copay from insurance. Um, we don't take insurance right now. Now we're private pay, um, okay. but we really try to work with our clients if they want to be in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we also offer flexible time. So we have evening hours starting at 5.30 up until 9 o'clock. Um, we also have Saturday wow. appointments. Um, so our clients find, and the community finds, that mm-hmm. that's really accessible and really available to them. Yes, it is. It is. And uh, a lot of people do not have insurance, but... It kind of seemed like, you know, now they're trying to make everyone have insurance. Mm -hmm. But me, from working in insurance, it's a lot of insurances out there. And a lot of people pay these monthly premiums for insurance, and it's it's not working for them. 
you know. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it is better to come out pocket and pay someone because like you say you guys can charge like fifty dollars and that could be like a copay because I've had one bad insurance one time where I would pay a hundred and fifty dollars just to go somewhere. Not beneficial to me, <laughs> you know, but um I'm glad that you guys offer that service, um, you know, to pay in cash, whoever. And it, it seems like you guys are really working for your clients because we really need are. That. We really are. Yeah. And we do understand that insurance can be a barrier sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now we don't accept insurance. We we may or may not in the yeah. future. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, the $50 yeah. rate um, for that's, therapy, that's we think is really um, yeah. affordable. Um, and we offer special sometimes. So uh, feel free oh. to check out the website, uh, urbanhealingcounseling.com. Mm-hmm. That's right, guys. And um, Urban Healing Counseling is um, located in Raleigh, North Carolina. So if you guys are local and you're listening to this and you think that you want to, you know, come out there and just seek that that extra attention, that extra help, just make sure you come by and check out Urban Healing. All right. So I want to ask, what type of clients do you service? Um, right now, um we see you know pretty much anyone who's interested in therapy um so we do kind of have a sheet or a form online that you can fill out so that we can kind of cover some you know gather some demographics about the clients um and so we always encourage you know people to go to the website and fill that out um you know schedule an intake and i think the intake in that initial session Mm -hmm. with a client is so important so that you can really get to know your therapist your therapist can kind of get to know what the issues are and therapists have you know different specialties and different you know types of things that they work with Mm -hmm. so it's really good to you know kind of get that initial appointment in to see if it's a good fit um you know personally for me here at urban healing counseling working with um I really do like to work with women, Yeah. Uh, you know, women, millennial-aged women, mm-hmm. um, probably about 25 to 35 years old okay. right now, um, but, you know, there's no age yeah. Yeah. bracket um, for us, but really have yeah. an interest in kind of like symptoms of depression, symptoms yeah. of anxiety, yeah. uh, situational issues that people are struggling with, mm-hmm. breakups, relationship yes. issues, adjusting um, to, mm-hmm. you know, adulthood, have a lot of young yeah. adults that just graduated to college and exactly. you know adulting now uh-huh. and it's it's challenging it's difficult <laughs> it's stressful it's frustrating it is. um so really just a lot of yeah. type you know life issues that people yeah. come in for and they just you know really need help with kind of yeah. navigating you know their life yes. navigating their symptoms yeah. and we really aim to kind of work with them um on their issues so that they can you know live their best lives and yeah. have a good quality of life I love it. I love it. Yeah, because you mentioned, like, around the age of, like, you know, 25 or so forth. It's like you really are reaching, you know, that adulting age. And that's what my last blog was about. I I wrote about um, adulting. And um, with adulting, you know, with them just coming out of school, you know, just coming out of college, you have all that that money that you have to pay back, you know, all those student loans. And a lot of that stuff can be overwhelming, you know. And just... And it's so many things that's going out in the world today. And then you have social media that kind of just turns things around and it kind of leaves you, okay, where do I go? You know, so I'm excited about that. All right. Now, how can someone go and find a therapist? I mean, 
you can go online and you can look up therapists. Right. How can someone find you guys? Because I know that you guys are on, um, what is it called? Um, Therapy for Black Girls. Yes, we are on Therapy for Black Girls. <laughs> and I think that that is an amazing resource, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. for people of color mm-hmm. wanting to find a therapist that looks like them. I think yes. it, it's just so important. And we definitely aim to provide that mm-hmm. here at Urban Healing Counseling. Um, so Therapy for Black Girls, the podcast is also great mm-hmm. um, to listen to. <laughs> and, you know, they have a, a database of yeah. therapists um, that you can find. Um, I also okay. think Psychology Today. Okay. is a great resource um, mm-hmm. and so going on to psychology today mm-hmm. you can put in you know your area uh, yeah. what you're looking for if you're looking for a therapist mm-hmm. that has a certain specialty depression anxiety yeah. you know LGBTQ issues yeah. um, then you can go on there you can see a picture yeah. of them you can you know read their profile so when I'm you know talking to people mm-hmm. about you know therapy recommendations I definitely kind of navigate them towards psychology today day and therapy for black girls great great that's awesome okay so and then again that's where that whole intake process comes in when they go online fill out you know the services that they want to see to Mm -hmm. find to see if it's a good fit right and I think that your your therapist um, mm-hmm. that rapport that therapeutic rapport yeah. is so important mm-hmm. um, unfortunately you know I think some people do go to therapists and maybe it's not a good fit and then yeah. it kind of leaves a bad taste in their mouth mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. know I do encourage everyone if you aren't interested in therapy and you go and maybe the session doesn't go yeah. you know as well as you would have liked or you know I believe in vibes so maybe the vibes aren't off you Same know thing for me. Yes. continue mm-hmm. looking you yeah. know kind of give it yeah. a, a couple more tries and yeah. you know really really do your research um, mm-hmm. make sure that what you're interested in or what yeah. your issues are or something that the therapist yeah. um, has experience with yeah. um, but that that therapeutic fit is just so yeah. important in therapy yeah and, and also making sure that you're comfortable as well exactly too. You know, if you're going to be, you know, spending a lot of, you know, personal time with this person, you also want to feel comfortable with sharing that information with them. Okay, so after the intake process, so we do the intake and we feel, okay, yes, we will be a good fit for you. What will be the next step that you would take with that client? So... After we have the intake, and we're just kind of getting to know one another, getting a lot of, like, you know, background information, where you Mm -hmm. grew up, what was your childhood like, um, you know, and what really motivated you to come into therapy? What's going on in your life right now that said, you know what, I think I need to talk to someone about these things? Um, And that's really, you know, the focus of of that intake session. What are the symptoms? How, you know, frequently are you feeling this way? Um, Then we talk about, you know, therapeutic goals what do you want to get out of coming to therapy what do you want to do what do you want to change you know what do you want to get out of this experience I think is the next step okay good 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 and in your opinion with being a counselor why do you think people should come to therapy you know I spoke about the environment and I kind of put everything on the environment today (laughs) because I think the environment does have a lot of, you know, pressure upon us today. Why do you think people need to seek therapy just in general? 
Um, in general, I think I think that therapy can be good for you know everyone. Yeah. Um, I know that's a huge <laughs> statement, but I think therapy is just mm-hmm. a great way for people to have a safe yeah. space uh, um, and a place to talk to someone that they mm-hmm. feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. but also someone that is you know non-biased, exactly. non-judgmental. You know, therapy is not for you to get advice. It's not to have yeah. someone tell you what to do. Yeah. It's really. Um, a place for you to talk to someone and really mm-hmm. figure out, you know, how you want to change and what you would like mm-hmm. to work on and like how you're going to do that. And so a therapist is really there to support you yeah, in those changes you. that mm-hmm. you want to make. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people have support in their lives or they mm-hmm. may not. But even if you do have family and friends, I yeah. think there's just that unique opportunity yeah. that therapy provides to get mm-hmm. a different perspective exactly. um, on, on things that are going on in your life from someone that really does have your best interest Mm -hmm. but is not there to tell you what to do what you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing Um, (laughs) but you know if this is what you want to do great how are we going to get there how can we really work on these goals how can we make these things you know come to life in your life you know you summed that up perfectly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because that has always been, you know, my reason, you know, for someone to not be biased. You know, you can talk to your family, you can talk to your friends, but they are not going to give you that that real concrete mm-hmm. information that you need to hear. Yeah. You know, because you may have some friends that just go along with whatever you say. It's okay. Go ahead and do it. You know, but to actually have someone, you know, on your side that's going to be, you know, personal for you and to just to give you that therapeuticness that you always say, it's, it's perfect. Perfect. All right. So now I know this question may, you may have probably said this, but do you, with today, do you think people seek therapy like they should? Because within the black community, people, you know, they always say, oh, they just crazy. Don't don't even worry about it. You know, they're fine. No, people are not fine. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree with that. I think a lot of, you know, especially in the black community, mm-hmm. you know, mental health, I think in our society as yeah. a whole, but, you know, in the black community still has mm-hmm. that stigma, yeah. has that, mm-hmm. you know, that judgment of, yeah. you know, talking about, you know, depression, and anxiety are just kind of like these abstract, mm-hmm. you know, things that, oh, that's not real. What do you have to be depressed about? Exactly. You know, we get the, we hear these comments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, no, I don't think people seek therapy, um, you know, as they should or, yeah. you know, as they need. And I think it's mm-hmm. just really because of that stigma and that judgment that holds them back. Um, you know, people have a I lot agree. of fear of talking about mm-hmm. their mental health issues because of how it could be interpreted you know, exactly. by people that are close to them or, you know, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you and that, you know, exactly. crazy, I've got that exactly. in quotations, yes, you know. Um, so, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. no, but I think that we are moving, you know, mm-hmm. towards people being a little more open yeah. with mental health, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. that's good to see. Yeah, and you know what, I actually have seen that with me being on social media more and, you know, being among my peers, 
um, there are people that, you know, has been going through things or whatever, and they have been working on themselves. So I do see, because the conversation is more, they have more conversation about, you know, black people thinking, oh, you know, first of all, mental health, it's a whole broad range of things going on. And some people can just stick mental health to one thing as, Absolutely. quote unquote, they're just crazy. Yeah. You know? We so, think of these yeah. severe situations, mm-hmm. you know, we watch TV and we see, you <laughs> yeah. know, Mm-hmm. People talking to themselves mm-hmm. or, you know, people doing, you know, these extreme wild behaviors. And while, yes, that yes. is, you know, a component of mental health yeah. when we're talking about, you know, our yeah. severe, you know, disorder, schizophrenia mm-hmm. um, and things like that, you know, it's a spectrum, you know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. It is. All right. Now, you said that you've been doing... Mental health counseling. You said about ten years. Uh, since two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. That's what it was. Okay. Now, from when you started in two thousand thirteen up until now, have you seen a difference? Like, has it started up here or down here since then, and now it's up here or down? Have you seen a difference within that that time span? I think I've seen you know a slight. A slight right. progression yeah. um, of people being more open um, okay. to talking about mental health issues. I mm-hmm. think, you know, there are just, there are a lot of issues um, nationally on the topic yeah. of mental health, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I could go on all day about yeah. funding and, you know, <laughs> things like that. But, yeah. you know, I have yeah. seen a slight progression and I do equate that to, mm-hmm. you know, people like you talking mm-hmm. on podcasts, having an mm-hmm. open conversation about yeah. mental health, you know. The Therapy yeah. for Black Girl podcast and, yes. you know, the website. And so I, I have seen, you know, okay. mental health, you know, making yeah. some strides. And that's great to see. We have a long road ahead of us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we are moving in the right direction. Yeah. And that's the thing. You started it. Um, you're getting people to know about you guys. And with us doing this podcast, we're going to get more awareness for people hey, let's do this. Yes. So, yeah, we are very appreciative of the opportunity, you know, to highlight mental health and bring awareness and attention to Mm -hmm. a subject that's so important. It is. And, and, you know, we kind of set aside a bunch of different things. Like, everything has its own month. I think mental health should be talked about throughout the whole year because it's our mental. It what keeps us going. And like you say, living our best life. Um, yesterday we had a, a stress management seminar and it talked about, you know, stress within the workplace, um, just stress in your in your daily routine, which is I thought that was, you know, very helpful because you're constantly going, you're going, and your mind is going 100 miles per hour thinking about, oh, I have this to do, I have this to do, oh, I can't do this, and sometimes you just need to just stop, take a breath, because you do have choices, you know, in doing things. Yeah. So, all right, what are some examples of therapy models? Therapy models, um, so one of my favorites, and my just... (laughs) 
theoretical <laughs> perspective is um, cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. um, CBT. Um, and it really does encourage us to, you know, really challenge those negative thoughts that, okay. that creep into our mind. And so oh, the yeah. basis of the model is like, you know, we have, um, you know, a situation or an incident that happens to us, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, that, you know, triggers a thought. Mm-hmm. How, you know, we think about that. It, it happens. Which, you know, triggers an emotion of how yeah. we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, triggering a behavior or decision that we make. Yeah. Um, so what CBT says that while we cannot control what happens to us yeah. majority of the time, you know, if we take that, that incident mm-hmm. or that situation, we can control what we think about it. We can oh, yes. control our perspective on it, right? That's, that's true. Um, and if we can do that, then we'll feel differently about it. And then if we feel differently, our behaviors will be different. So our outcomes will be better. Um, So that's really what, um, and I like CBT because it Mm -hmm. really does give us, you know, that power and that control back, um, which is something that attracts me to counseling um, in the first place of that. It's helping people help themselves. You know, my... My clients, you know, are so capable and they can do, you know, they can do a lot of things, but they, you know, got to work on their perspective, got to work on that negative thinking um, to really have better outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually, that goes for everybody. It goes for me. You know, I have to learn that sometimes too. So, okay. I, I like that. I like that. See, this is why people need to seek therapy because of those things we don't think about those things or we don't think about we should do it in this manner you know to get a better result so this is why you guys are needed (laughs) and there's definitely you know just different you know we have you know mindfulness which encourages you to really you know think on the here and now so we have you know Uh we really have a society that you know preaches future thinking future planning you know what are you going to be doing in 10 years you know we ask our kids what do you want to be and it's just like well how about let's focus on right here right now yeah um (laughs) exactly and that's funny because you know when you go and you look for jobs Jobs, and I'm not sure if they really do that a lot now, but I remember, you know, back in the day, a few years ago, when you would go and you do interviews, and people would ask you, what is your goal for the next five or ten years? I really don't know. I just know I need a job right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I used to hate those questions like that. <laughs> and it's certainly a balance, you know. Yeah. We don't want you to not think about yeah. what you want to do. But, you know, don't get so you know, forward yeah. future thinking that you are, you know, yeah. you're completely forgetting about all the wonderful things that are happening in the moment. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now, I do have a question. Okay. Okay. So, if there was a person that contemplating therapy for just anything challenging in their life, what would be your advice to them? Um, I would really um, encourage them to think about, you know, how this is impacting your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So with therapy, we really aim to help people, you know, really improve the quality of their life and so that they're living their best life. So really encouraging people, I think if you've contemplated therapy, you have your answer, right? So, um, but, you know, I would really encourage someone to say, you know, 
how is this impacting me? You know, yeah. is this really decreasing how I'm functioning? Is this mm-hmm. really impacting, like, you know, who I am in my life? Am I, you know, am I so stressed? Am I mm-hmm. so overwhelmed? Um, do I have depression that's really, mm-hmm. you know, decreasing my ability to yeah. function at work? Or, mm-hmm. you know, as a friend, as a daughter, as a partner? Exactly. Um, and if the answer to that is yes, then, you know, I think definitely encouraging seeking therapy yeah. but if it's something that you've thought about yeah. you know why not just check take it that out. extra step and just go ahead and go yeah because like you say it can you know impact you know to say you have a family and everything and yeah all right so how do you empower women or black women to take better care of their health Um, I really encourage them or remind them that mental health is health. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while we are constantly focused on, you know, going to the gym and eating right, you know, very important, Mm -hmm. um, clearly, but... Your mental health is also in there. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm talking to them about health or just, you know, in general, I really come from like this holistic view and that everything is connected. So Mm -hmm. how are you doing physically? How are you doing mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Are, you know, do you feel like these things are in balance? Do you feel like things are kind of Mm -hmm. out of whack? Um, And so really encouraging them to, you know, monitor how they're doing Mm -hmm. and you know when you ask someone to think about that and how all those things are playing together Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) there might be um some things that are not quite in sync right I might be so focused on my physical health um I'm doing Mm -hmm. good I'm eating right um but upstairs in my mind I'm stressed (laughs) you know (laughs) beyond belief um and so it all Mm -hmm. it all works together and I think from that it's just that you know just reminding them that mental health is Mm -hmm. health is so important that's a great way to put it because you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, as women, or if you're a mom, you know, you have kids. Um, you know, like I say, I work a nine to five. I have two kids. Um, I have a husband as well, and I have to balance that time between myself and them. Yeah. And a lot of times, I'm just going, 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 just burning off energy, but I'm not putting energy back into it. You know, I'm just exactly. constantly going. And 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 I always say, my mind is like an open browser. <laughs> It's just going from one tab to the other. And I don't always think about myself. Like, even when it comes to eating, everybody else can eat, but I'm busy doing this. Yeah. I won't even take time to eat. You know, I got to stop doing that. And that is so common. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just talking to, you know, different people, you know, my Mm -hmm. clients, other people, uh, whoever it may be, that people really are that person in their lives Mm -hmm. that are like, I take care of everything. People come to me. Um, And so therapy (laughs) is like their safe haven because it is (laughs) the time Mm -hmm. and the place and the space for them to say, hey, this is what's going on with me and this is what I'm going through. Um, And it's so important to, you know, refuel and recharge because you cannot give from an empty cup you cannot you know continue to run on empty and so all of those things you know play a part making sure that you are you know focusing on stress and anxiety management and that you're getting enough sleep and that you know your mind is well taken care of sleep (laughs) Hmm. yeah i i get maybe five and a half 
to six and a half hours. And we need about, what, at least eight? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they say. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, now, I'm going to read um, a question from one of the listeners. Okay. And someone says, do you become so overwhelmed with your clients and their problems that you eventually to start having problems of your own? Like, you are so deep into their stuff. Does it kind of transfer to you? Have you ever had? I think I think it's certainly a balance. So mm-hmm. first starting out, I mean, I think in any profession, you know, you're really idealistic about, like, yeah. <laughs> what you're going to do and how you're going to change the mm-hmm. world and, you know, <laughs> what your impact will be. So mm-hmm. I think initially, you know, I did take on a lot. Um, and that was just still learning, you know, how to balance, you know, yeah. like my, my personal self, yeah. you know, with working with my clients and, you know, some of the, the things that I would hear about mm-hmm. and really, you know, the issues that, um, were going on and, yeah. you know, just really navigating all of that with my clients. Um, so it's definitely took some practice, yeah. um, but now <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, know that I don't, I've yeah. had a lot of growth in that area yeah. and that that's not the case anymore, yeah. but it does, but it is because of, you yeah. know, the effort of really practicing self-care, which is yeah. essential for yeah. everyone, yeah. Um, but really making sure that I'm, you know, enforcing good boundaries, um, yes, you know, definitely. in my life and not yeah. taking on more than I can Did really yeah. uh, manage. And so making mm-hmm. sure that my schedule is doable, um, and that I do have time where, you know, I think I need a break. Um, You know, I think I need to take a vacation or take a day off. Um, You know, I need to focus on making sure I'm Mm -hmm. getting the, you know, six (laughs) hours of sleep and being consistent (laughs) with that. Um, And just reminding myself that, you know, that I'm -hmm. I'm doing good work and that I, you know, I do this because... Of the passion that I yeah, have for mental health yeah. and the people that I work with, but also remembering yeah. that I'm not perfect, yeah. um, and exactly. that you know I'm I'm doing the best yeah. I can, just like everyone else. Um, and so yeah. r- I think the answer to that question it, overall is just practicing good self care yeah. for myself and just reminding myself that yeah. I'm doing all right. I'm doing yeah. the best <laughs> I can, um, yeah. and you know I'm taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Because you guys have homework as well, you know, and and I know everybody probably goes through this that, you know, that has some type of profession, you know, they go, you know, they have to look within themselves and say, hey, okay, it got, we got to have boundaries here. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. So you guys have a lot of homework and I think this is what makes you guys great, you know, because if, because you have to balance yourself and because if you can't balance yourself, you can't have a conversation with me to have me to balance myself exactly (laughs) yes so yeah so every now and again I have to check myself (laughs) (laughs) it happens we do it all the time all right so I have one more okay um this question is what is the best practice to move on from past hurt and feelings of resentment <laughs> hmm. I mean, I I think that is. I'm gonna say go to therapy, right? <laughs> um, I think that that there's no simple, you know, quick 
answer to that question. I think it's really something that that's going to take time for sure. Um, And I think working with a therapist would really be the the best way to do that. Um, And really, you know, going into the underlying issues of that hurt and that, you know, resentment um, and working from like the root of that pain and then moving forward. Um, So unfortunately, um, it's not a one and done type thing. Um, But if it is something, you know, that that someone is struggling with or, you know, a listener is really identifying with um, that topic, you know, really seeking therapy um, just because I think it's something that really Mm -hmm. needs to be, you know, dived into with, you know, a a clinician that can really help you navigate Mm -hmm. those waters. You know, I go back to that, you know, that intake session, you know, is this what's motivating you to seek therapy, to seek change? And then, you know, what are the goals? What do you hope to get out of that? And how can you work with a therapist to, to obtain those goals? Um, So, You know, and I think that that that's a common issue in therapy as far as like these feelings of resentment, um, feelings of guilt, um, feeling feeling yeah. stuck, yeah. you know, in a situation and trying to really move yeah. move forward. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thank you. No problem. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, I just, you know, I, I really do have a passion for mental health mm-hmm. and I think it's just so important. Um, so if anyone is listening, um, and has contemplated therapy, um, I really encourage you to, you know, just, just take the just dive, take it, take uh, it. you know, <laughs> do your research and, and find someone that, you know, you think might be a good fit. Um, there are so many therapists, um, you know, mental health there are so many people out here I'm so glad to see that have a passion and that really really enjoy doing this work um like myself um so that's good to see um and of course want to highlight urbanhealingcounseling.com we are we are really trying to grow in the Raleigh area you know like I said earlier offering um affordable accessible quality therapy services um and you know we have the website urbanhealing.com we're also on facebook under her urban healing counseling as well as instagram um i'm also excited to say that on our website urbanhealingcounseling.com um i've started a blog um i have one post up so if you go to the um the website uh and you can look at the top and it'll say blog um i have one entry there now and will continue to to write on topics related to mental health um so I would That's definitely perfect. check that out. Yeah. If you're just interested in more information, yeah. um, that would be, you know, just a good good starting place. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of resources to mm-hmm. learn more about mental health, like the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. Yeah. If you do, you know, you yeah. want to dabble a little bit, but maybe yeah. you're not ready to, yeah. you know, take that step of, of going to uh-huh. therapy. There are a lot of things, you know, that you can you can do to learn more until yeah. you are ready. Yeah. 
Great, great, great. And yeah, and the blog would definitely help, you know, just by someone can go into your site and just read in or have a little bit of inspiration. It, it will help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is my hope. And I yeah. think it's still such a, a, a topic that people yeah. are not, you know, ready to freely talk yeah. about, um, depending on what, <laughs> you know, what they have going on. Yeah. And I totally get that yeah. being, yeah. you know, therapy calls for you to be vulnerable yes, and to is. be transparent mm-hmm. and that the work is hard but yeah. the but the work is worth it yeah yeah I believe it's worth it I, I really do as well so yeah so you know it's mental health mental health awareness month and we encourage everyone you know to just seek therapy get that extra stuff if you feel you know you need to speak with someone um again I will mention all this information within the show notes with the website and your um social media handles and everything and once again thank you for chatting with us on the eating your friends podcast thank you for having me (laughs) all right guys i will see you next time